All right. Hi, Gomer. Hey, Luke. How are we? Hi. We're doing all right. I was listening to a lot of Jewel, and now I'm in a weird mood, but we're fine. <laughs> now you're in a place. You're in a place. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. You know how I feel about Jewel. Yeah. She does things. So right now we are we are starting our second live stream. I love this. We're trying to make it happen. Trying to make it happen. Boom. Not sponsored, not sponsored by this group, but we will accept it. I want to be sponsored by beer is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm watching the live stream. So, Looks beautiful. Don't watch, focus on us. No. No. I must watch me. <laughs> focus on us. Focus, hey, everyone. Do not play to the camera and focus on us. No, that's cool, Luke. I'll totally do that. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> I'll totally do that. <laughs> What are you talking about, Luke? I didn't rearrange my whole bedroom or studio in like the last five seconds just for this moment. You're such a piece of shit. I'm not a piece of shit. (laughs) Um, What's that one like mythological? uh, Isn't there like something from um, like something from Greek mythology about staring at yourself for too long? Or yeah, Narcissus. He stared at himself (laughs) and he fell into the river. Uh, But here's the deal, Luke. You know, the, the thing about that river that he fell into, it was a live stream. <laughs> <laughs> totally understandable. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> so, okay, best, so uh, best thing about classical educating homeschooling kids is my daughter was teaching our neighbor kid about uh, Aphrodite, Artemis, and Athena today because they're, she's going through that in her literature and all this stuff. And then my mm-hmm. daughter comes in and she goes, "Daddy, who who is uh, who's Aphrodite? My other daughter." And I go, "I go a demon goddess. Let's forget about her." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's awesome! Now it seems like Luke with that awkward laugh. It seems like you're playing it up. No, I'm camera. not. I'm, I was laughing, but then I have to do the little thing, and then we have to focus. Remember, yeah, podcast sure. first, live stream second. Okay, podcast first, live okay, stream second. Okay, live stream second, podcast gotcha. first. Gotcha. So uh, we have a really cool friend whose name is Jason, uh, and uh, he offered – so way way back when, like in 2018 or so, he was like, <laughs> hey, I do – like he was like, I'm a big fan of your show. I do a lot of uh, tech stuff, especially when it you know it comes to video. I'd love to, I'd love to help you out. I'll do it for free. For free. <laughs> And we were, and he's like, "Do you guys have any ideas?" And we were like, "Nope, sure don't." And he even like had a meeting. I was like, "I would, I would, I'm love to know, like, like how can I serve your business plan?" And I was like, Haha, "Business, business plan. plan. <laughs> Is that a thing we need?" <laughs> yeah, so ridiculous. And so, he, so uh, we've been like uh, hoping to uh, try to find a way to collaborate and uh, we think this is going to be it so mm-hmm. while this quarantine stuff is happening and all and everything is just weird we're going to we're going to so like this is just us recording the live sh- our uh, back up luke this is just going to be us recording our podcast but we're going to stream it and we're not going to be have control of it nor are we going to be staring at the chat or anything unlike that we're going to be focusing on this audio thing that we are creating here right <laughs> michael joseph yes yes and we're going to be streaming yes. it to you all so every so we typically record on on mondays at 10 p.m. right and for the most part if this works we think we're just going to live stream all of our recordings yeah 
And and then so you'll see some of the stuff that goes that does not go into the show. You'll see a lot of boring time. You'll see a lot of monologues and and that you aren't uh, that you aren't really used to hearing from <laughs> the both of us. Yeah, because uh, they are significantly trimmed down in the final show. Yeah. You'll see the occasional fight. <laughs> <laughs> which if you're a patreon supporter i just posted our exodus 90 fight and it was 27 minutes long oh Sheesh. that was intense we, we really have... know how to compromise and meet in the middle don't we <laughs> no i will have the last word <laughs> speaking of exodus 90 <laughs> mm. precious booze you will get me through this time of quarantine what are you drinking right now uh, I'm drinking a Rheingeist Truth IPA. It's a huge beer here in Cincinnati. Very good. Rheingeist. Oh, good. is that the, that's the place that's, you took me to? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. Yep. nice. Yeah, it's very good. So hey, then I'm going to drink that. If we wanted to Sorry, send this out to our live stream f- Patreon people. Oh, I think I got it. I think I, I think I figured it out. It's like security check required. I just want the good folks to be able to have it. Um, uh. CF Live. So if this works, this is kind of our uh, test our test run. Um, we're going to uh, this will be a thing we do every week at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Big big thanks to Jason for just being unwilling to help us out with this. is incredible that he's willing um, to do this. Because as you saw last week, one, we don't prepare. Two, we don't take the time to prepare. And three, we don't handle things well when they're not in our control. And four, my whole the wall fell my whole shelving yeah. unit gomer had to play to the camera even though no one was watching and three thousand three to five thousand dollars worth of stuff comes crashing down oh gosh that was a was that wonderful. was that was an emotional moment good night so we can't see anything that anyone that any of the any of the chats or, or anything, uh, or anything um, like that. But please have a conversation. Yeah. Please uh, talk with each other about the stupid stuff that we are saying. And then, because we we do want to try to prioritize the podcast over the live stream in the sense of the c- content, because right. we want to make sure that like we have a good um, podcast. So we're still like going to be doing our show. But the idea is you'll just be able to um, watch us do it in right. real time. So big, big thank you to Jason. At the end, if we have time, we might go and uh, take a look at um, the Facebook chat. Um, and hopefully we won't Oz all of this and you'll just go, oh, so that's that's how they do it. That's uh, <laughs> that's real dumb. Oh. And now they're going to have a film about it starring James, James, um, James Franco, who's fell out of uh, fell out of favor with the whole uh, Me Too thing. Not quite. Not quite canceled, but not quite you know on top. Either. Yeah, he's in a middle ground. What what happened? He's got So he he made a great movie about um the about that fantastic film, The Room. It was very good, and then it came out that he basically, in my opinion, and I, I'm not trying to say this was a good thing or um anything, but he, it sounds like he was just being like a rich, like a, like a, like a rich famous, like a very um, rich and a very um, a famous douchebag who just wanted to get any girl that he could and when it wouldn't work out he would throw a fit and be a real asshole which is awful i mean that's an awful awful thing to do but i don't think it was like harvey weinstein ish huh so the best so what he got was a bunch of people being you know um 
being angry at him, but uh, he wasn't necessarily canceled as the kids are wont to do. Yeah, man, cancel culture. I'm not a fan of cancel culture. I'm not. I'm not, man. I have seen. No, I don't think I am either. I, I am. Yeah, listen, too... I, I get. I. I mean, like, think about Kevin Hart. What is it, a tweet he said ten years from ago, two thousand nine? Yeah, I yeah. Know. And I, I think that's insane. From like Guardians of the, of the Galaxy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That. I mean, th- those are the absurd examples, and there are, I'm sure, plenty of good examples. But I mean, the president of the Mozilla Firefox Association lost his presidency because he was a conservative when it came to marriage, right? So he was, but it's not like he was publicly active. It's like someone found, I don't even think it was a tweet. Someone found like something personal uh, in it. And um, yeah, just, just took out his whole career. It's just nuts. It's just nuts. And it's affecting me at my church, but I'm not going to talk about that. Even though two days ago I fell asleep at four, three, three o'clock in the morning because from one to three, I was just rehearsing one argument. That's what I do over and over in my head when I'm anxious. So, guys, I'm going to have to this adjust this camera well. while I get more booze. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something, Luke. I love, uh, you know, I'm a fan of the old, uh, the old, uh, what do you call it? Uh, White Claw. I'm a Alcohol. fan of White Claw. But I'm leveling up, bro. Right there. Crook and marker. Crook, Crook and marker. Ten times better. I with the carnivore diet, like my sweet tooth has kind of diminished. I don't. I don't really like that's uh, that's not a big priority like it was beforehand. Oh look, sugar sitting on the side of uh on the on the pavement in a public place. I'll lick it off the ground. That was old me. But um, so like I got White Claw after a month of not having it. I drank it and I was like, oh my gosh, it's like sucking on liquid Jolly Ranchers. And uh, so crook and marker, I just think it doesn't doesn't hit you as as weirdly. Some people don't like white claw; they have an issue with it. So this one, a lot of people seem to who can't digest white claw can digest this. So I don't know what the hell organic alcohol is, but I'll take it. I'm just staring at you right now, just being like, "What? What? What are you talking about? Do you not like white claw? <gasps> no. You don't like white claw, do you? No, because I'm a normal human being who actually has a refined palate." I understand. I understand. I understand. I understand the appeal. I stop looking. Uh, uh, stop looking to the Facebook chat for approval. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I don't even have it up, Luke. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> How well do I know you, Luke? Well you know me know too you? well. You know me too well. Eighty Better calories. Look at that mofo. Eighty calories. I know. That's listen. That's great. But I don't drink things in terms of the calories. I drink in terms of the taste oh, because man. I prefer. I like to reject your utilitarian rules, man. <laughs> uh, you are you are like that. That is you. Hey, uh, Jason, great job with the transitions there and all that stuff. I mean, it's not like I'm watching, but <laughs> I, I, got, I did post. No, I, hey, here's something weird with the Facebook, and we need to think about this going forward. We do have a lot of people who are Patreon supporters, but also a lot of people who aren't. Anyone can join our the the live stream. Anyone can be a part of it. It's on oh, Facebook. Yes. Yeah, it's, and I want it's people to understand that. Like, it's not like you have to, um, you know, no, financially no. support us. But you probably should, you cheapskate. But the idea is, um, when uh, Patreon has this cool thing where it's like, oh, do you have a video? Send the the video link here or the like a little link thing, and it hates the Facebook 
watch live permalink. It hates it. And so it would not accept it. So I just posted an image. I took a screenshot of your beautiful face, Luke. And that's the uh, image for the link that people can click. So there it is. There it is. There we go. Thank you, guys. So it'll be – so, again, this is, this is, this is just kind of like our um, gift to all of you because it's not like anyone else is putting stuff up onto Facebook or creating <laughs> other um, video content. I mean, my gosh, everyone. My <laughs> gosh. Is this really necessary? And no, and no, 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 no. This is what it is. done like three different things. It took, <laughs> it took a global pandemic for the Catholic Church to be like, oh, maybe we should have a digital <laughs> presence. That's how I'm viewing it. It took, it took, it took <laughs> northern Italy being shut down before the middle part of Italy said, oh, we should have a plan here. That's what I'm thinking. That's that's my spin. But I will tell you something awesome. So I, um, my parish, uh, the guy Jay Martin who runs the the the, the digital feed stuff, he found a way to take the, the live other stream. Jay Martin in the Catholic world. What's that? The other Jay Martin in the Catholic world. Yes. Who's the first? Implying- uh, Father James, I don't know. That's a stupid joke. Nah, yeah, it was stupid. Anywho, yeah, the see, uh, see this is the stuff that everyone's like, oh wow, can't, can't wait to see the real show. And it's like, oh, this is this is it. This is it. Huh? This is it. One, uh, one Again, out of three jokes. Do you work. really <laughs> want to see what's behind the curtain? Yeah. <laughs> everyone wants to look under my skirt. <clears throat> Said no one ever. Um, <laughs> but no, he sends it to Facebook. So I found that <laughs> at my house with my kids. Uh, at my house with my kids, I found a way to live stream the mass and doing it in my office. So there's a Facebook video app on the Apple TV. So I got that, downloaded that. And then this is the coolest thing. I mean, I'm just going to say the coolest thing is on Sunday morning, even though the feed was being populated by a bunch of different stuff. I mean, there were hundreds of masses, hundreds oh, yeah. of masses. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a buddy of mine, Father Rich Pagano, uh, he's at the uh, the Shrine of Our Lady of La Leche, um, which is gorgeous shrine um my uh so i we've done my parish every day of the week this my kids they like their brain breaks down they can't stand it but uh we did bishop Barron's mass and our buddy john uh texted me and he said hey is there a latin mass that's being live he's like "I, i would love to have my kids experience it but you know not be around those kind of people just kidding but uh the the whole idea of like there was a byzantine liturgy on there there was a whole bunch oh, of stuff cool. yeah and it's all there and i was like this is awesome this is the coolest thing it's like all these That's people a good point. yeah it's like it went like all the businesses going to zoom i feel like all these bi- corporations right and it's like the catholic church is like well youtube and facebook are free if we live stream so let's just <laughs> do that well we're cheap as hell with all this stuff that people give give to us so let's let's just do this yeah. yeah yeah i would love it if the pope got a twitch channel how cool would that be uh, uh, i'm uh, playing angry birds again now I'm going to say more stuff that's going to confuse you. Uh, <laughs> it reminds me of all my angry cardinals. Die, die. <laughs> but um, um, I would love to see the Pope just saying one-liners, but with that, like, you know how, I mean, and I, I whenever he has his look, it's the best, where <laughs> he's just like, <laughs> I love, yeah. And it just like, like oh, deadpanning, like, how many people I'm working in the Vatican? About half. <laughs> just one line after one line. I love it. I love um, it. He could be the next Don, like Don Rickles, but not as not as racist <laughs> or misogynist. 
Dude, man, I watched a video of Don Rickles sitting down with Martin Scorsese and Robert De Niro. I think I put it in the show notes when we did the um, the episode on uh, oh, crap. The what Irishman? is the movie? Yeah, The Irishman. Still haven't mm, watched so that. Good. What am I doing with my life? No, seriously. Uh, well, I bought uh, Jedi Fallen Order, and that's what I've been doing with my life. That's uh, my boy. Yeah. <laughs> I bought Animal Crossing. Aaron doesn't know yet. What is Animal Crossing? I don't know, but I saw it, and I'm curious. It's on the Switch. Oh, I the- saw this one priest that we were um, friends with out out in um, Denver. who's in the Diocese of Gallup. Uh, he um, he was – I'm talking about it. I was like, that seems kind of – I think it's like a – like it, it almost seems like it's kind of Minecraft-ish, mm. but maybe not. I don't know. So we'll see. I'm, I, 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 I want to go into this in a bit, but keep going. Like keep going with your story. Four or five war. Wait, what was I talking about? I don't even remember. Oh, I don't. Crap. Know. I wasn't paying attention. Oh crap! What was I talking about? The live stream will tell Staring me. Staring at fat. <laughs> <laughs> you, you get, I, I know where your eyes are. I can see you. Well, I just, turned, I just switched to it when I said I can the see live where stream. your eyes are looking. Hi, Jonathan Alexander. My face is here. My I, face is right here. Look, this Stop was looking the best. down okay. here. I don't, My face I, is here. Full ADD moment. I literally cannot remember a damn thing I was talking about. But <laughs> no, Jonathan, this is why you need to focus. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan. Well, I didn't have it on until we lost sight of it. Um, John. Uh, so I'm playing. I'm playing Star Wars: Lost Jedi, and uh, oh man, this tangent is killing me. Fallen what was Jedi, I? Fallen Order. Whatever. Yeah, the Fallen Order. And I'm playing it. I'm playing it, and um, I can't get past this one part. And my son Noah's with me. He's like, Daddy, I don't understand. So I FaceTime our buddy Jonathan Alexander, and I'm like, Jonathan, I know you know how to get past this part. And he's like, Have you tried climbing on the wall? And I was like, can you do that? And he goes, oh, I know this scene. This is where you get the ability to climb on the wall. And I did it, and I was like, son of a god. Okay, thank you. Bye. And I just hung up on him because that's what friends are for. Don't you feel like in a weird way we're all just going back to college? Yes. I mean, my camera is propped up on top of uh, <laughs> a bunch of booze. So, yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, um, so I want to talk a, a bit about just like what are your um, if you could hope let's just presume that we get out of this yeah. and the world doesn't fall apart and okay. like we don't have like hundreds of thousands of people die which is why we're doing this everyone it's not yeah. to save a couple it's to save hundreds of thousands but anywho um, right. let's pretend that you uh, so like you're on the other side and we've had like two months of this what have you accomplished that, like, you're like, oh, I'm glad that, like, what, like, what do you hope to have done, like, have <sighs> accomplished, or not only really ac- accomplished, but like, like, oh, I like, here's some cool stuff that I did that yeah. perhaps wasn't an accomplishment, but something that you that you enjoyed. So masses are canceled almost everywhere. That's awesome. It's a period of self quarantine. That's awesome. It's really not. And your parishioners, if if you work at a parish, which a lot of you do, why did you do that? So your parishioners are going to congregate somewhere, and they are already gathering on your parish's Facebook page. Catholic Social Media took took a look at their subscribing parishes, and here's what they saw. Last week, so this is in real time, last week, 834% rise in people looking at parish Facebook pages. That's insane. 162% increase in how many people those parishes were reaching. That's insane. A 402% increase in people liking 
clicking and sharing content from those parishes. I'm amazed people saw things from parishes that, that, that they wanted to share. That's incredible. You need to be posting and engaging your parishioners online like yesterday. Catholic on social media can help with unbranded, gorgeous posts on the ugly crap that you're putting out there because you don't have enough time to do that. You probably aren't trained how to do that, and that's not your fault. So what Catholic on social media can do is help you with unbranded, gorgeous posts that connect to what's going on in the, in the world right now. It will help you keep community alive, help you take prayer for requests and serve as your daily post structure on which you can do your live streams, your outreach, and so on. <laughs> this is awesome. Use the code Gomer was wrong. That's Gomer was wrong to get four weeks of free content and the help of a world-class team at Catholic social media. Let me just repeat this one more time. Gomer was wrong to get four weeks of free content and the help of a world-class team at Catholic social media. Again, one more time for the old people in the back and God bless you all. You are in our thoughts and prayers. Gomer was wrong to get four weeks of free content and the help of a world-class team at Catholic Social Media. Thank you once again to, to Catholic on the Social Media for sponsoring this episode of Catching Foxes, which is kind of a cluster, but we're working on it. Day one of COVID quarantine, I replaced the faucet, me and my wife together, mostly her, but both of us. We replaced- I was impressed because remember, I, I kind of said you're, you're screwed, man. And you came through. Yeah, Luke, Luke. I said, hey, we're replacing our kitchen faucet. And Luke's like, no, man, you're screwed. You're screwed. That's hard. And so we, I mean, we watched YouTube videos. So, you know, we're obviously experts. So we watched it. We did it. We were able to make it work. We put a new faucet in because, of course, day one of the quarantine, uh, you know, our faucet breaks and starts leaking, of course. Um, so we do that, get that fixed. And then my my wife has a whole list of honeydews. All the, uh, like three out of our five ceiling fans are broken. All different things. We don't know why. A buddy of ours might be able to help, but I went to Home Depot and I bought some stuff, replacement parts of the fan. So I'm going to work on that. And then I went into my daughter's closet and they just got too much furniture, too much stuff. So I bought one of those closet made wire shelf organizers. And I ripped out, including damaging the drywall, ripped out my daughter's, yeah, the whole closet on the inside, ripped it all out, uh, repurposed it into my closet. So it's these like wood brackets and all this stuff in a shelf, put that stuff in my closet all day today, and then hung wire shelves with my wife. So what would I like to see on the other end? Number one, I would like to really prepare my house uh, to actually you know, we've been living here for six years and we haven't done anything to it. And so we've started doing stuff. I've done tons of lawns, uh, landscaping stuff. I want my house to feel like mine. Mm. And I don't have that at all. It's, it's been, you know, the guy, Louie, the guy who we bought it from. Uh, the other thing is, has it been one week? It's been one week since you coughed on me. Right out of hand and I'm angry. There it is. Uh, the important milestone is today is the full 14 days, two weeks after my wife and kids were at uh, the rodeo where a man um, who had coronavirus was present at. So symptom free. Um, so that that's one thing. I want to make a huge dent in, in terms of that. Um, another thing is actually what we're doing right now, the live streaming stuff, because I've been wanting to do something like this for my ministry stuff, but I just was too intimidated it was always put you know it's one of those things that in the in the quadrants right it's important but not urgent and now god through all of this made these things very urgent so 
Um, I'm just really hopeful that, uh, you know, I can make my, um, make content that is worth people's time. So that's what I'm looking at. Nice. Good. Um, so here's what I would, I, I would like to do. Oh, and family time. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Um, so one I'd like to do are, I would like to see us do the special thing we talked about doing on like a daily basis. I think that'd be fun. Uh, talked about it last, last night. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yep. Shimmy, shimmy. <laughs> um, and, by, uh, and by last night, I mean Saturday night? With Frad or with me? With after the Frad chat. After Frad. Yeah. After okay. Frad. Very cool. Where we actually had a real um, conversation that we probably could put up if yeah. uh, if we wanted to. But it was like, no, let's have a real, let's have a real chat here. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll put it up later. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I forgot yeah. to hit off on my QuickTime player. Me too. And so it recorded <laughs> for like six hours, and I was like, oh, no. Oh, no, I've got it on the call call recorder. So, okay, okay. so anyways, I would yeah. like to do that. I think just say, hey, like, we're going to do a thing every day um, during the week. Like, it'll be fun. Um, yeah. I would, because I, I think it would be fun to maybe, like, be challenged creatively. I think that would be a good way to, like, a good way to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Two, I would like to start studying Latin. Really? On yeah, so I've wanted to do this for a couple of years now. Basically, uh, by a, a couple of years, I think since two thousand three, when we were when I was in Rome, and I kept having to ask Marty for what everything meant, and because <laughs> uh, he went, I don't know, somehow he knew it, and I and I believed him. So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I think Marty uh, took like eight years of Latin. Years in, of Latin. In yeah, I mean, he, he was like a Catholic school educated, as like a good high school. So yeah, he, he was. A smart he was boy. I'm probably right. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So and I was like, man, it actually would be like I, I really just um I can I remember being at the Vatican in Rome. I think at St. John Lateran. Going, I really wish that I could understand what's on these walls, you know. And um and I've had that experience out out. In Cincinnati, because we have a ton of old churches, but before everything, everything, I went to hell. Fun fact, the architectural group that destroyed all of the churches that were very nice and decided to build ones that were awful was from Cincinnati. So that's cool. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Set their house uh, on fire. Ugh. Yeah, ugh. I, oh, I, can't, I can't believe the amount of churches that I've seen that were gorgeous. Like I'm slowly being exposed to the, yeah. the anti patrimony of American Catholicism. It's and, insane. Yeah, and uh, fan of the show, Father Curtis took me on a tour, and I brought this up before of uh, the Spokane Cathedral, and he was just telling me like we're doing all this renovation to get back to a fraction of what it used to be. That's like I saw a picture of my old parish back in the early 1900s, and it was like mm. gorgeous. Like it, it made sense. <laughs> it made sense, and then it when stopped. You, uh, it did yeah. no because like we go. Like, yeah. Oh, I get why. Like this is uh, this is on design on this way. I I get why. Like this wall goes back a bit. I get you know like you understand why it has an arch on yeah. the side. You know, yeah. like it all makes sense. And then when you're, it's like this is the weirdest part when you're able to like understand what it was and why and why it was that way. The altar seems so out of place now. Mm-hmm. It seems like someone just put a table in the middle of this beautiful thing. It was like here you go, <laughs> and I understand the whole point of, um, you know, I guess the idea was that 
he wanted to focus on that like you are the temple of God, not this place. <laughs> that God is out there. Like like this church yeah. is important, yes, but God is just as active out in the world as he is right here. And I think there's something beautiful in that. And I get it. It's a beautiful half truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. And like, I mean, it's true. To... It's true. God. So, I mean, going right off what you said, um, when I was at uh, Joe's Parish um, out in Highland Ranch, um, me and the pastor sat down probably for about 30 minutes. And he, in, in his master's thesis, it was the church, house of God or house of the people. And that is the dominant narrative that so many people say is like the church is for the people. And once you build that and once you have that frame of reference, everything can change. And if you say the church is for the people to worship God, right, to experience that communion with God, then that causes a change. And he said, you know, the beautiful thing about a church is when you walk in, when you walk down that central aisle right to the altar to the tabernacle, to the crucifix, everything should go like this, like a big slope straight up to God. He said, but, but I'm lost. Um, but he said, instead, we're all on the horizontal level, just staring at each other. And then his whole thesis was he had a, he worked with a statistics company, I believe, or a polling company. And they created these, um, these, this questionnaire. And he went to a, a, a church that preserved, the patrimony of, you know, the church, beautiful art architecture, a church that was like a modern version of that. And then a church that was just like church in the round. And he said the whole point of church in the round was to build more community. And they found that they did not have more community at church in the round that they, and and then on top of that, they lost the sacramental meaning. So he's like, so we did all these horrible things for our art and architecture, and we jettisoned tradition, and yet we didn't even get the thing we sacrificed all that stuff for, which is a greater community. He's like, we didn't get any of it. So I don't know. I'm still, uh, I'm still processing a lot of that stuff. Like, that's why at times I want to be like, I'm like, why? Why did this? Is this just a mistake that we all just um, did? Is it just a huge collective screw up? Or was it something more than that? Was this an intentional thing by some people? Because it's just like, that's a pretty big effing mistake. Yeah. You know, like, it's a pretty big deal to it, go it, and do it that. Was just in, I mean, and people were intoxicated, I feel like. Now, so, okay, so there is a thing at Glen Mary that I really like. And I think, like, this, like, there's a, because I could see some of some, some other Glen Mary getting very mad at me for that. But because, like, they all, <laughs> but, like, there's, there's. There's a humility there that I really like, and there's um, like yeah. our main our you know our, our main chapel is in, it is incredibly small, fits probably fifty people if mm. that, and that's a stretch if we're, we're that is tight, and you know we just have the tabernacle over over on the left, have the altar, but behind the altar are two gig, two gigantic windows where you can see out into the woods. And it's really, it's actually really nice because it's very us. Like it's very, yeah. but I don't mean that it's like what we do. It's very like how, um, it's like our lived reality of God, I guess. I don't, I, I don't know. That's, that's probably a really bad way to. Well, like, I mean, like one it. of the things is, and this is the stuff that I, I feel like sometimes in the traditional side we lose sight of, um, that 
kind of like the more charismatic side understands, which is beautiful buildings does not equal a beautiful faith. And this yeah. is the problem with yeah. the whole lead with beauty. Like you go to Europe, there's eight people and millions of dollars worth of artwork on the wall. Yeah, it's, and where, the church yeah, is, it's almost like where that ends up. The thing I like, so what I like about our chapel is that there's a real humility to what we do. Yeah. Like we go to, like we have, we have mass on like in barns in, you know, elk lodges, wherever we can. Yeah. And so, and you're doing it for five, six, you know, 10 people, if that at Mm -hmm. first, Mm -hmm. and there's just a real, like a real humility and a real, and like a real like simplicity to it and it kind of fits that and so i like okay. that because i i think when like your church kind of fits your mission or your way like this is how we approach god is in this is in on um, this way yeah it i i kind yeah. of like that i get because it's you know like it's really cool when they're when they're um it's like deer outside and you have snow or you have whatever because at you know our missions we're in these um, rural areas and that's do you remember when we were in san diego uh, Do for I the, ever for the live show, which was so awesome, and I um, I went into the chapel to pray, and you guys were all outside Being with very John loud, and yes, all. And I felt <laughs> terrible. Yes, yes, yes. I felt no, so but that chapel was like was that it was you know a I don't yeah. know how old uh, yeah. a four hundred year old Unipero Sarah chapel, huge, but very simple. Yeah, and it was a straight box. Mm-hmm. with a standard you know Spanish facade on the front, right? This gorgeous facade somewhat i should say but then you go in and it's super simple it's big i i mean i loved that i felt like i prayed there like i've never prayed before uh i mean mostly because i was texting you the whole time telling you to be quiet but the other thing was and you have a shitty prayer life i know (laughs) (laughs) these powers combined uh no but then um i it, it reminded me of a thing that father michael scanlon said to me um, we, he substituted for one of our classes and we were talking and he made this comment. He said, you know, a lot of Franciscans, regardless of what order they belong to of Franciscans, he said, they'll actually make a pilgrimage to Assisi, you know, and they'll do their vows or, you know, whatever. It's mm-hmm. a, a special place. Yeah, yeah. He said, but they hate going to the San Damiano chapel or the Portiuncula chapel. He said, because over the centuries, artists who are indebted to St. Francis of Assisi will go and put a, um, they'll go and put uh, gold leaf and paintings and all this stuff. And it's exquisite now. And, and then it's inside of a basilica. He said, Franciscans have actually done a, uh, a pilgrimage to Franciscan university of Stoneville because they have a replica of the Portiuncula. And he said, they love it. And they'll say things like, you know, I, hate your charismatic stuff. I hate everything you're doing. <laughs> I hate you're, everything you're I hate you're your about. university. But I hate I, your orthodoxy. I love this chapel. That's a good point. This is gospel simplicity. Yeah. 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 There's a real um, there's a real um, Franciscan element to that. I, that's a great way that's a great way to put it. So anyways, this is a this is a 30 minute way of saying I want to study um Latin <laughs> just so I can understand more yeah. of what's on the freaking church walls. And uh, so my hope is to do, and it's fine because I've been, I have been, I've, you know, those apps that like that help you like Duolingo 
or whatever. Yeah. Well, they they have never had Latin because they're all awful. And yeah. so, but now they do because I think they've had enough of a demand. Like, oh, we have to acknowledge you guys. So, um, <laughs> I mean, Latin's I'm, coming back in the culture. It's so because of the with charter schools. Is it? Yeah, with charter schools and with um, uh, homeschool. I know. With you're those right, two right. things, because I mean, not there's like a whole classical model, anything, but yeah, that, there's a whole a movement towards. But that, people yeah. don't realize sixty percent right. of the freaking English language is from Latin. So if you uh, do, a, yeah, yeah, it is Anglo-Saxon, I mean, it is, and, and because not, of William the Conqueror entered yeah, into France, they, they commingled French language. I know, I into understand, English. but like, it's not like. It, it's. It, it, I mean, we have a very bastardized language. Like it's got. Right. Some, it's got that, but because it, it's got that, but then it's got some Dutch stuff. And yes, some, you know. I mean, yes. Okay, sorry. Yes. Yeah, but the the Dutch you. stuff and all that is the the Germanic side. You know, bow and you know o u g h. That's not Latin. So there's. It's so funny in the English language where like here's a rule for the English language, and here are the four hundred exceptions. That's because it's an amalgam of a Germanic language or languages and yeah. the Latin, which was introduced because of William the Conqueror. Uh, no, when, yeah, yeah, when I they totally had that, agree with that. Yeah, and that's the, what. what that's they why that's, German words sound harsh to us, and all of the French words sound nice because of how because of how the culture there was. Oh, so pretty. Oh, so yeah. pretty. No, no, but that, that's an actual reason why we think it sounds nice because when that when that happened, high society there spoke um, of French while yep. all of the while all the while all of the peasants spoke a more Saxony. Germanic language. Yeah. So, um, uh, so anyways, I would like to learn Latin. That's I'd like cool. to paint this. So, um, uh, th- this room here will become the guest bedroom slash office slash Val's and Balthasar studio. So I think what I'd like to do. Wait, what is, is the studio would, called? What do you call it? Vows and Balthazar. Vows, vows, v o w s. Vows and Balthazar. Yeah. What, what did that come from? I can't remember. When I, I remember like, it. When I was kind of going through my like one month, uh, one month phase of like, is Aquinas maybe? I'm not as good as we all think he is because I heard like three comments from a person I really trusted. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. Balthazar would would like really. I'm like Aquinas, man. God, I hate you so much right now. <laughs> just, saying, just saying. Does grace build upon um nature, or is grace just permeated um nature? Man, think about it, man. Could you imagine if like people who liked um Balthazar smoked weed? <laughs> it would be so great. <laughs> That's why I I do I do have an I have an April Fool's idea that I think is going to be fantastic. Yeah, and I I think I may have gotten a little drunk and pitched it to Father John uh, Father John Nepple. At one point in time, <laughs> I think he's like, "Oh, that sounds kind of cool." So it does not involve weed. Everyone's clear. It does not involve weed. Yeah. What is but, the segue, um, Luke? What is the segue? No, because it reminds me of that. <laughs> Just it, if we do it, it'll be awesome. I literally thought you were going to say the uh, April Fool's Day thing, and I was no, like, "Waiting I, for I, you." I to want say to it. surprise people with go. it. I want to drop it on April Fools, and they'll go. Oh, but I have this whole idea for it. I think it'll be fantastic. Yeah. Okay, so anyways, I would like to paint. I would like to paint this room. I'm gonna. I've started to work out. I've I, like in pure Luke Carey form. Tons of plans and very little actual execution. I got ideas, man. Ideas. I got ideas. I'm an ideas guy. <laughs> I thought a screamo before. Yeah, I okay. This <laughs> is true. Screamo. This is actually true. <laughs> no, I sw- I promise you. I remember. No, shut up and listen. <laughs> in 2000, early 2001. 
I remember I'm thinking, man, it'd be really cool to like have a band that combined emo or pop punk with hardcore. It'd be really fun to have songs that had like so nice, people, like blah blah so, blah. So people would screaming. cry about their and emotions, then, but then scream. Yes, and yes. then in reality, when they wrote the song, they had a picture of their ex girlfriend on the wall. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and then when I heard my first real screamo album, I was like, "Son of a bitch! This was mine!" And it got huge. It got huge. Who told Under Oath? And I was like, "I thought of this. I thought of this." I didn't tell anyone, but I remember having the thought of like I remember being at being at Franciscan in in the fall. I think I even pitched it to Jared Bush of being like, "Hey, I think it'd be really cool to combine hardcore with emo, and like I think you get a really cool, fun sound with that." I love I was how right. I there love- was a whole genre for seven years, <laughs> <laughs> and then it ended. Uh, no, I love how no matter what we do. No matter what we talk about, we were literally just talking about the architectural patrimony of Roman <laughs> Catholicism, and yet it still yeah. comes back to the glory days of college. <laughs> college. <laughs> I reference Franciscan, you know, it's it's all there. Yeah. It's all there. It's all, listen, I mean, when you peak, you got to kind of always um, remember to keep yourself grounded, yeah. you know, because if not, life just gets depressing. <laughs> and we peaked. Back then in 2004. <laughs> yeah. Is that it? yeah. Oh, yeah. I would yeah. say we probably, peak us was the first you don't belong party. Yeah. Time for a story. The second one was great, but the first one was legendary. That was peak. Yeah, that was Luke, real. what was the yeah. you don't belong party? Story time. She stared at the gown and thought, yes, this is something my husband would wear. So when we were in college, we had a party. We we were tired of having parties where people would come that we did not know or didn't really want to have yeah. there just because they were douchebags and probably in the Brothers of the Eternal Song. <laughs> and so uh, we decided so it was – okay, so, uh, so Also, you have to remember back in – have to, oh, have to remember there are 20,000 of, of you. You all don't know this. Uh, when we came back – to spring semester our freshman year our friend adam who worked at the gap bought us all gap sweatshirts oh gosh Let's so the four of us that. walked over they were uh, no they, they were excellent amazing. sweatshirts they were not, excellent sweatshirts we I, it free. just brings up memories of a man screaming at me hysterically in my room and i don't want to go back there it was all because of the gap sweatshirt story time he was very handsome and all the ladies that looked at him fell in love the guy that was walking him was okay <laughs> Remember when the older dude came back and his roommate stole my Gap sweatshirt? So I went to go talk to the roommate. I didn't mean to wake the guy up. Oh, yeah. He was such a nice guy, too. He was he the nicest guy. He's and the I've nicest guy in the world. With old Breen afterward. Jimmy Breen, my friend. Jimmy Breen. Megan Breen's. Br- oh, Jimmy. I remember being like, oh, my gosh, this nice guy's very angry with us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. He was screaming. <laughs> he was so pissed. And he had every right to be. I mean, I walked into his room and told him to be quiet. <laughs> Unexpected. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought I he- was being nice. I was. So just for everyone to know, my, our, 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 our very heterosexual Gap sweatshirts were stolen, or one of or a couple of them were. <laughs> And we found out who it was, so I went to the guy to yell at the guy to be like, give it back. This is not funny. It's been like two weeks. And I didn't mean to wake up his roommate. It's cold. I'm My nipples are hard when I'm walking to class. Yeah. His roommate woke up, and he was a senior. I think he was a senior. Maybe he was a junior at the time. And I 
so I, we're there's like four of us in the room, and I step over and I say, "Hey, I'm sorry. Like this, this is just a stupid household thing. We'll we'll be out of here in a second. I, I didn't mean to wake you up. I thought we wouldn't." And then he said, "What?" And he gets like upset, and I thought I was calming him down. About two hours later, when me and my roommate, who has nothing to do with anything, who was a 23-year-old named Matt, uh, had no connection (laughs) to household or anything, the guy just swings open my door and just screams at me. And to top it all off, this guy was really close with all (laughs) all of our older household brothers that he just got back from Austria with. So there was this, like, huge, like, I never felt more of a piece of crap in my entire life than that incident. But it was oh, so funny because I was, like. You made one of the Breens angry. Yeah. How do you do that? <laughs> yeah, people were, like, he's the nicest guy. I've never seen him yell at anyone. And I was, like, well, he unloaded on me. Oh, man. Well, he hates old Gomer here. <laughs> Have you ever had that situation where someone made you feel so small and powerless? Yes. Story time. She only had one plan for this new year. World domination. Mm. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so I was in spiritual direction with Father John Ignatius, then, then Aaron Little before he got his religious name and was ordained a priest. Yeah. And I brought up a thing to him that when I had traditionally done that, people would go, oh, man, that's tough. That's really hard. Oh, yeah, I get that. I've been there, blah, 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 blah. That's real hard. And so I'm expecting that kind of a comforted um, reaction from from him, from, from him. And instead, okay, and he's like five four. He might be a buck right. 45. Yeah. Maybe. Soaking wet. Soaking wet. Yeah. And he goes, are you done? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, okay, you're a jerk. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and I honestly shriveled yes. like one of those, um, like when you pour salt on top of a slug. I have never curled it to myself more in my life internally. <laughs> and he just tore me apart. And I was like, I am a horrible person. <laughs> now, okay, you now you're, 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 this is 20 years later. <laughs> You've had some time to process. Do you think he was right? Oh, 100%. Yes. Yeah. All of you should have yelled at me for for that. Instead, you were all like, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, life is hard. Life is tough, man. Yeah, yeah. You got to hook up with a girl and break her heart immediately after. <laughs> Someone needed to scream at me and tell me I was being a terrible human being. Yeah. Yeah. He did that to uh, me once when, when I was on a four-day silent retreat. Story time. They were having a lovely time, and then all of a sudden, a duck flew above them, and it was beautiful and majestic. And I was explaining to him something, and I'll—I mean, I'll never—I will never forget it. They, because they're a religious order of men, they don't know what interior decorating is. So when they moved into the house, the house was all the things that were there from probably the 1950s, including this wallpaper that had this repeated pattern. And it was hypnotizing because he sat in his blacks, uh, you know, all black clothing in front of this weird repeating pattern. And I'm looking at him and I'm just I'm listening to him ish for the most part. But I'm just watching his head kind of detach and just float along this pattern. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is driving me insane. And uh, he was talking. And then he's he the point he was making was. I'm predicating to God 
what is my relationship like with my earthly father? And he goes, you know, you're just waiting to fail. You're just waiting for like God to be. And it was literally just a normal statement that he made. But because I was like half paying attention and half like daydreaming, like, oh, look, his head is floating. His head's a little bit bigger than his body. This is weird and not proportional. He goes, you're waiting for God, you know, God to just like leap out at you. And he just gestured like exuberantly, but not insanely. But because I was half paying attention, all of a sudden I saw his face change to like a predator coming to like choke me and his hand. Yeah, but all he did was just go. Ugh. And I just went. Ah! <laughs> I like freaked out. And he's like, what? And I was like, oh, nothing. You're so right. <laughs> I'm dead. Is this the end of Gomer? <laughs> we were. Uh, yeah, you don't belong. <laughs> okay, so the Gap sweatshirt. Story time. She never even knew her shirt had a hole. Lot of style. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the spring of 2002. And Fazzy buys us the Gap sweatshirts. Oh, and so Dr. you have Fassi. four 19-year-olds walking around a college of a campus thinking they own the world. <laughs> and we did. We were rock stars. Um, we were. And we used to have a joke where we'd say, you don't, you don't belong. Yeah, you don't belong. So we decided at the end of, of my first almost senior year to have a party called You Don't Belong. And we had a list out. And again, the point was to like just keep it people that like we liked and we knew. And we, I it think was an we, invitation party no, for the love yeah, of God. Yeah, it was an invitation. But like we, I mean, I think like one of the, like one way that we put people on the list was Brittany Brown and her hot friend. So it, it was like <laughs> it was like a broad list in the yeah. in the in a you know very real um, sense. Uh, like, I but think, then there were some people who were not invited. Yeah, we put like all of Totus to his household was invited there, and and so they're so pretty, so pretty. We put the we printed out the list. We taped it to, like, the outside of our brick project yep. project building and shone a light on it. So people yeah. cause, like, took we, a desk lamp, ran an extension cord, aimed the desk lamp at the list. <laughs> I love college. And we told everyone, like, this is, like, we made sure everyone knew that there was going to be a list. And people were like, oh, there, like, um, is it a list? And so many people walked inside and went, there's a list. There's <laughs> like a list. that. These damn AMDG boys. And someone I'm showed up who was not on the list, who was a huge douchebag. Story time. Here she comes, the queen, able to kill men with a single stare. You better watch out, honey. <laughs> and then everyone thought, hey, you didn't want like you didn't want to have to like look bad in front of all of Stella. Adam was uh, there were certain people we thought would have been too angry. And other people didn't want to have to deal with it. So we're like, hey, you know who's very irrational? Luke. And so I tried to <laughs> do it. no one ever. And like, <laughs> yeah. And this guy like said something to me. And I was like, what? Fuck you, man. I just remember Dave Van Vickle running over to kick this guy's ass. <laughs> it was, uh, see, it all it goes back. Awesome. This is all the nexus. Back. Yeah. The you don't belong party. And then we found out that that guy. Story time. One of these men forgot to check their flies. That man was me. These three were fine. <laughs> Like, the, was there going to be a fight? And I was, I think I was working the keg. And I, we all, no matter where me, John, and Adam were, we stopped everything that we were doing. And we just ran outside where we heard you were. And we were like, <laughs> everyone's going to die. Like, we, 
Oh, man. It, it did kind of kill the party a little bit, but it was yeah. fun. Michael Gormley drinking in college and probably for about maybe a solid year after college. Uh, when I would drink too much, I was angry. I was a, I wouldn't like, I wanted to hurt something, right? Really? You ever seen the movie fight club? Really? Oh, of course. Right. So there's a line where he beats up that pretty boy and he said, he goes, I just I wanted, wanted to destroy, to destroy something beautiful. Yeah. There yeah. were times where I was sitting there and someone would like walk in front of me and I'd be like, it's his time. Like I just wanted to hurt them. And then. I started to realize that that was wrong <laughs> and maybe I should knock it the heck off. And that's what Do I Do you think that was just like early twenties angst? Like a hundred percent, a hundred percent. It was the yeah. fact that I never drank until I turned 21, you know, and I did not know what to do with these emotions in my emotions. hands. And yeah, I never knew that about you. Cause I, I would have never guessed that you were angry uh, in, uh, but that was only when I was like going too far. So I remember one time, like, Story time. On this blessed day, the two proclaim their love. Oh, <laughs> oh, shoot, guys, okay? I'm at a bar with a buddy of mine right around the corner from my parents' house, uh, Molly's Pub. It's this awesome little bar. And I, uh, you know, we're drinking, like, Irish regulars, like Smittics and Guinness and stuff like that. And I am getting up, and I'm going over to talk to a group of my friends who had arrived. So it's like a bar that holds, like, 50 people. And 12 of them are my friends. And I'm going around and I'm like probably going to go to the bathroom and I'm walking by. And this guy walks in front of me and brushes up against me and doesn't even say like, sorry, man. And in that moment, I was like, I can hit him as hard as I can in the back of his head right now. And I was like, why am I feeling like what? And so I just I, I followed the guy. And then my buddy saw me and was like, hey, what are you doing? And I'm like. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I'm being an idiot. I'm not a. I, I'm a philosophy major. Yeah. <laughs> you see these? No calluses. No calluses. <laughs> no calluses. <laughs> <laughs> My hands so pretty and soft. <laughs> I, I wear gloves filled with Vaseline to keep these hands soft for my girl. <laughs> I'm so dainty. Uh, you know, I actually had that same experience happen to me. This was over. This was on. Story time. She had no clue she was about to run into a bridge that was nowhere what? near her. What you say? This was New Year's Eve 2012 going into 2013. So I'm, I am out in Denver, and we went to this. We were a little too old to be there, but, but uh, like we all went. It was a blast. It was just like me, all the nickels, and all, like all of our um, Denver friends. All the nickels. And so we went to this all-you-can-drink free it, event. Did, wasn't Sarah Nichols' mom really pretty? Yes. Okay. Wasn't or is? Yes. Well, I, I've <laughs> yeah. never met her, so or maybe no, I met her she's once. All, her whole family is just <laughs> I. Uh, they are. They truly, actually, like are my second family. I love all of them. Cool. So much. Cool. Um, they're just. I, I. I just love her. Um. Her. Her brothers and their wives. They are just. I love her parents. I spent a Christmas there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but her I mom. Love them all. In, in particular. Yeah. Like mom, that. Yeah, that's like that was like an ongoing easy, Denver easy, joke. Easy, on the eyes, yeah. Okay, and then you went to an all-you-can-drink place, drink-free event. Yeah, I I don't remember. Was why it at Knights of Columbus Hall? <laughs> it was at like a bar in Lodo in Denver. So like the hips, it was. It's a it's a part of Denver where like you go if you're 24 and a douchebag. And really loud. Wow, like you check all those boxes. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, except I was 29. <laughs> it was very loud. I remember like, oh, this the is really like it's, covered it. It's yeah, it's a kind of bar that is right across the field from the baseball stadium. You know, mm, like mm. 
I'm one of those, like, if you're really going to bars, you're not going there. So we go, and we're all, like, I mean, like, we probably had a group of, like, 30 people who went. And it was a blast. We're all, you know, having fun. And this, these two guys who are not in our group, they start to fight. Like, not, they start to get in each other's, like, I'm face. And they're, like, about to um, come to blows. And they almost back in to Liz Danik or Maggie Smith or, like, I'm one of those girls. And I go, whoa, hey, guys, can you take this, like, take this elsewhere? Like, can you not right here? And this, so, like, and so you, like, he, like, he, like, one of the dudes was, like, he realized, oh, my gosh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. This is a little bit nuts. He apologized. He left. This other dude, like, 22-year-old, blonde-haired douchebag, was just, <laughs> like, what? You have a problem with me? What? Like, and I was just, like, no, I just didn't want you to, like, bump into this, like, 5'2 girl right here. Maybe you can go elsewhere now. Yep. And he goes... That's what I thought, and he like walked past me, and he goes like, you know, like says the f word, but not like our f word, the one that I can't stand now. That is a, that is a um a homosexual. That's a homophobic word. Francophile. And, Francophile. He yeah, called you and a I was Francophile. Like, <laughs> and so he he turned away, and I was like, "You motherfucker! I could bash you in the back of the head right now." <laughs> like I I remember just being like, "Right now, I could punch you right in the back of the head." Like. And you would probably like get very hurt because I was so mad. I was like, no, but like, you can't do this here. Like, you like it's that's assault at best. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. So that's assault, brother. <laughs> yeah, that's assault. <laughs> do you double? Like, we shouldn't actually. I'm joke about that. That's a horrible scene if you if you think about it. Yeah, I, I have a area. I have a coronavirus update. You ready for this, man? Yeah. Is it bad? This is this is legit. Okay. I'm going to read this because this woman is the love of our lives. First fan, Sugar Garcia. You ready for this? No, 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 no. Sugar Garcia, for those of you who don't know, is a rock star. One of the first things that she did when she became, she literally was like the first person that we had zero connection with who was a really true fan of the show. She um, she lives down in Australia, and uh, she did a pilgrimage to Jerusalem and took the intentions of the Catching Foxes listener base down there and all that stuff. Here, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. Sugar, I'm going to read it, okay? The Garcia family are in a pickle and need prayers. Her parents are stuck on a cruise ship. Oh, my gosh. Called the Costa Victoria, which left before the virus really exploded globally. Okay. Uh. Now, this is where it gets even worse, Luke. Basically, they're scheduled to disembark in Venice, Italy, of all places, on the 28th of March. However, there are no commercial flights. They need intervention from international and Australian governments to get home. Above all, they really need divine intervention. So if we could, she said you don't need to post about it publicly, but it's stuff like this. Did she just message it? Yeah, she sent it to our Um, Patreon page. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And so she just she's like on news.com slash AU, blah, blah, blah. Just search, search for cruise ship Costa Victoria, and it will break your heart. But just think about this. Just think about this. The, um, the antivirus guy that they had on Joe Rogan's podcast said one of the worst things that you can do during the coronavirus was, you know, that Tokyo cruise where they just kept them all on the, mm-hmm. um, on the ship. He said, yeah, those people, many of them suffered multiple rounds of coronavirus. So let's pray for them. 
you know, keep say, let's yeah. say a decade we'll for say the Garcia a Hail Mary. Family. Yeah, you lead, bud. All right. The father, son, we'll, we'll do an Our Father and we'll uh, do a Hail Mary and I'll take a glory be. And the father, she actually son, wrote, if you could spare a Hail Mary for me too, I'd appreciate it. So an Our Father cool. for your family, a Hail Mary for you. Hail Mary for her. All right. In the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. Of Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. All glory be to the Father, to the Son, to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Amen. Saint Corona. Pray for us. Pray for us. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. It's the third time I signed us out. I didn't realize. You haven't heard of St. Corona, have you? I have. I also get the Catholic News Agency blogs. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it was tough. We just had to. Um, so this was really hard. Uh, so, Chris, please, if you can, uh, keep my sister in your prayers. She's about to have a baby in a month. And I don't want to put too much of her business out there, but we're Carrie, so I'm sure she won't mind too much. <laughs> um, just, you know, she really wanted to have my mom there, and she can't. No. You know, so this is like her first kid, and just, you know, that's it's always yeah. like a scary thing. And, and, and it's also an exciting thing that you want your family to be there for. Yeah. So we don't know when my mom will be able to come out here to, like, see Jude. So it sucks. Yeah, that does suck. Stuff. The one thing that I've heard from, uh, as a bonus, a consoling bonus, is that a lot of um, maternity wards, uh, newborns, the nursing staff are completely different, you know, from anything that comes near coronavirus. Like, they are going so far to preserve those. So, yeah, you know, it, it's all complicated. It's all crazy. Be, it's all false. It's all false. It's all a dream. It's all right. It's all right. Hey, Luke, why don't you tell the good people, as a reminder... You look so tired. Why don't you... No, I'm annoyed. Why don't you tell the people, as a reminder, what the promo code is for our good friends at (laughs) TriCatholicSocialMedia.com. Gomer was wrong. Again, that promo is Gomer was wrong. When you did that ad read, I was on the verge of tears laughing at the Gomer was wrong thing. How dare you? (laughs) <laughs> what were you wrong about? I don't remember exactly. Who cares? It just—it's adequate. <laughs> no, adequate. you're fine. You're—you're—you're—you're you're, you're, you're so smart. You're so pretty. Thank you. You're so pretty. Yeah. Damn it. You're so pretty. Yeah. All right, bro. Uh, we will hey. talk to you all later. Thank you, everyone, for joining us in the live chat. Thank you to Jason. Jason. Thank you, Jason. You Jason. are sensual you. as this you are. Very, beautiful. very cool. Thank you, bud. So yeah. Uh, Thank you for paying attention, everyone. We are very blessed to be able to do this. And uh, why don't you end it soon? Here, here, I'm Jason. We'll just, we'll touch base really briefly and call it a day. Five, four, four, three. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Are we talking about on QuickTime? Five, five, four, four three, two, one. 